Hello. Hello. Welcome to the UK Scriptwriters Podcast with me, Danny Stack. And I'm Tim Clay. Woohoo. So, uh, yeah, welcome. We've got our normal range of crazy things to talk about. And yes, we have a jingle. Yes, a funky jingle there to get us started. Thanks, courtesy of Joel Magway. Thank you, Joel Magway. I always think of um, Mogwai from... Uh, uh, oh, Gremlins. Gremlins, when I say Magway. So thanks, Joel Mag- Magway. I've got a terrible a picture in him now. It's not very flattering, so that's your fault. Yes, he's, uh, he's, done, us some... he's done, done us such a kind favour. He's done a great jingle, so thank you. We've got a packed show. I'm looking at the sheet in front of me, Tim. It's just full, so let's just crack on. Yeah, great. Um, we want to start this time with some of your questions. Screenwriting well. mail. <laughs> Come on. Just... just, just... <laughs> Let the let the jingle do the work, Danny. Let okay. the jingle do the work. <laughs> no, um, one of our favourite things is uh, you know reading your emails. So you can email us uh, with your questions about script writing to ukscriptwriters at hotmail dot com. That's it. So, uh, Danny, what's uh, one of the questions we've had? Uh, Luke Shipman has emailed in. Generally, uh, we think about the one page per minute rule. Yeah. Um, and um, Charlene on Twitter has pretty much um, tweeted with the same kind of question. She has a script that's 128 pages long. Uh, she's specifically worrying about her vampires, witches and werewolves in it. Mm. But she's also worried about the, <laughs> is the length too long? Uh, Luke's question is, uh, you know, he's got a script that's 67 pages. Is that right? That's right. Uh, um, but he's, but he, he's convinced it's, it's, you know, a 90 minute plus film. It's just the type of story that it is. Maybe it means it doesn't fit the one page a minute so he's thinking about does he need to somehow flesh it out to make it 90 yeah to look pro yeah um i'm always thinking that short is better though danny anyway shorter is better thinking about the reader the poor reader yeah you know you 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 you, you your heart sings when it's a bit of a shorter one it is but i mean if we talk in generalities in terms of the page per minute rule it's a guideline, not a hard and fast rule. So if you've got 90 mm. pages of script, it doesn't mean you have 90 minutes of material. No. It probably means you've got 80 minutes of material. Uh, oh, it just, it just, oh, just totally depends. Ballpark. And, the, and, the, and the, the number one thing that, that works around this is dialogue. Yeah. So it's, it's a mixture of dialogue and scene descriptions that gets you to about a page a minute. So if you've not got that mix, mm-hmm. if you've got a rat-a-tat-tat, type of dialogue like the front page you know lots of banter mm-hmm. you know that's delivered fast pace yeah you, you you might be delivering that one page in 30 seconds exactly similarly you might have a big big long descriptions um that take ages to 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 read and as you're reading it you're thinking oh yeah this is five minutes mm-hmm. and it's just a page yeah so it's only yeah it's only a guide don't stress about it i guess is what we say to both of those readers and just see it as what it is it's just a guide i think there's an interesting difference though between luke's and charlene's projects i'm guessing Mm. that luke's is a bit more alternative um Mm. or um kind of a specific he's doing something different yeah doing something different and i think in that way whatever length your script is could be whatever length you want it to be yeah and and charlene's is more genre-led so a 128-page script is still a bit too long for that for that for for that kind of genre yeah so but that's a different thing because she needs to to work on the, on on cutting some material out probably yeah probably and Luke needs to be confident Luke, that what I have here is definitely ninety minutes long. Only thing for Luke I could say is look at his page, and just does it look friendly? What do I mean by that? I mean is there a nice balance of text and blank space? 
because it could be he uh, it's too dense just to look at. Mm-hmm. So when you've got that dense page, it is off-putting. If he just almost like double returns down and breaks stuff into paragraphs, breaks stuff down to you can almost skim it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It might make it a bit longer, whatever, mm. but it'll make it easier to read. I mean, I'm reminded, I saw the script of The Illusionist. Yeah, this is a good reference. Which is uh, an animation that came out last year. Not much dialogue in it, very short. So it's like a 30-page script. Almost, it's almost a script stroke treatment, almost. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's an an 80-minute, you know, uh, full-length animation. Yeah. So you know, there's there is precedent. It's it's about the content of your description as well. If it's like Danny gets up and leaves the room, to to us just reading that, that's probably like 10 seconds. But it actually, it could be two minutes, depending on what's going indeed, on. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Um, so, so it's a guide. Don't worry about it too too much. That's our sort of wrap up on. Okay, on we've got another quick question. Uh, Sandy Nicholson emailed in. She is asked pretty much, what do you do when you've made a short film nowadays? Mm. Is it better to kind of try the festival route, or go online and just get it out there? I think um, the normal way. So your normal advice. Yeah. Again. You can, different things, different courses and all this. But the normal advice is to have a go at some of the larger festivals and some of your niche festivals that that meet your genre first. Um, just because there's many that won't take it if it has been uh, online. So if you start, if, if your first action is to upload and you've uploaded it on YouTube and then you try and get it into festivals, they might... Uh, look disfavorably upon that yeah because they want a premiere because they want to have think about it they want to say to people come to the festival there's films you've not seen before mm. so you know that includes tv sales and those other things however you know getting a festival you might think well there's only a hundred people going to be there but of course 50 percent of those might be industry bods or TV channels looking to acquire. So it's a really good audience. So the normal method is give it a year of the festival circuit. And then after that, get it online and drive your audience up. As long as it's not timely, yeah. as in it's going to go out of date. So what? That's fine. Well, I think the only consideration as well is um, it depends on the quality of the film you've made. If you've made it with the specific intention of I want this to go to festivals, win awards and attract mm. industry attention, then go for it. Yeah. For the festival route. If you've just made it, this is a bit of a giggle. We did it over the weekend. It was a bit of fun. I think it's turned out okay. Whack it up online. Oh and yeah. Let everybody because share some it. of the yeah because you can still enter festivals if yeah. you won a few awards. Like you can enter special comedy festivals or there's one minute festivals and there's all these other ones. Yeah. But they don't tend to have the strict rules. I'm talking about. Edinburgh Springs festivals, yeah, Edinburgh, yeah, Cannes, another one, Um, all sorts of places where it's you've got those stricter rules. So yeah, definitely, definitely, um, yeah, definitely think think about that that approach. Go on to Without a Box, which is the main place to uh, kind of register your short film and enter it for festivals. And when you do kind of click enter this festival, there'll be a thing saying no mm. pre- no premiere status yeah. required yeah, yeah, or yeah. premiere yeah. required kind of thing. But generally, you know, it's a good idea yeah. to just to hold back for that year and and, uh, and and chunk your way through those. If you festivals. believe in it, if you have the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, if you have yeah. the money. They're not cheap, some of the American ones. No, they're $50 God, or whatever. None of them are bloody cheap. Um, um, but, you know, there's a lot of the UK ones are free. 
some of the American ones are free as well. Mm. So pick and choose, and you know, I think that keeps it about right. So uh, yeah, hope that hope that helps. Tim went to the Cannes Film Festival, by the way. If people don't know, yeah, we talked, last month we said last month I talked about my preparation. So if you're interested in going what and, you need to and do. what you need to do, then listen to episode nine or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, nine, okay. nine. Um, and uh, let me just talk about how that went. So I think yeah, definitely good. Met a lot of good people. It's very busy there. There's an upbeat vibe going on. Um, it's more expensive than ever, I would say. So, you know, you really got to be looking at the economics of going. Um, I think there was a big appetite for comedy. If comedy's your bag, then um, I think you're in luck at the minute. There's people really searching for comedies, maybe because it's downbeat times at the minute and, and people want a lift. There almost seem to be too many thrillers yeah. and horrors as there has been, too many zombie things. Mm. So people were looking for a few laughs. Yes. Uh, but comedy's hard, and, yeah. and I appreciate I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was just great getting out there and lots and of meetings. All those people. Yeah, some good things. And of course, when you're a writer, I, I prom- when I'm in Cannes, although I do direct, you know, in, in Cannes, I promote myself more as a writer because I've got more award success in that area. So it's a better story to tell people. Um, and there's less of you, so you stand out a little <laughs> bit more, you know, and then it's all important. And uh, I talk about my slate and a couple of projects that I'm working on that I've maybe mentioned on here before. And I also talk about helping people with their rewrites. And it's just having that little brand, so I talk about myself as a geek writer. And people like that, and they're in tune with that, so I'm mm. going to do that more. Yeah. Because I don't write a certain genre, so I can't say I'm a horror writer, a sci-fi writer, or any of those other uh, boxes to put yourself in if I say I'm a kind of a geeky nerd writer because I'd like my charts and all that we all know that then um, that works people people got that uh, so I think that really I'm more convinced than ever that having a little sort of brand about yourself like in your case Danny you might say you know you, you, you're not just but you do have good success as children's yeah. writer you know and I think just having that anything like that just open the door you can then talk about other cool things you've done it just really does help so uh, you know again I think writers need to think about what it is they do that's different than other people well apart from it being a jolly and having a really excitable time and stuff because mm. it does that kind of thing does invigorate you you're mm. around industry people yeah. a lot of people of your same level you're hanging that's out right. you're having a good time you think yeah. god I'm invincible now I can do anything what are the actual practical kind of outcomes of coming away from can do you think well I've got a of things to follow up on mm. so just as i did my preparation i'm doing my follow-up right now so i've got a big list i'll show, I'll show you danny just for visual because it's just here on my desk so these are all the things i've got to do it is a list that i've said three page list look it's I'm, handwritten even old school yeah um and it's just writing down oh i said to these people i'd send them that script and so on so then i've, I've done those and then i've even then got to follow up have you read it yet and so on mm. and i had a couple of interesting um uh which, you know, you never wildcard things really that came in, which might be helping people with a, a, a script that they want to do, mm. but they've only got a, a, a brief outline, a very loose treatment at this stage. And we're talking about, can I help them flesh that out and get it ready um, for production? So a bit of pre-production work and uh, development funding there maybe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so worth was worth it for me. Um, well, you've got work out of can before. Yeah, and I think there's something going to come out of this time, but it's early days. Yeah, but the, um, the key to stress here is that you go prepared. 
You I'll go, go. I'll go prepared and I do my follow up. You, but you do your prep. Nothing, yeah, you do your prep like first. Almost like nothing happens there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There is almost like just the reason for mm. doing preparation and follow up. But Still. it's good. Good. So yeah, go to Cannes next year if you've. If you're ready, I think. If you're ready, if you're ready, if you've if got you that good story to tell, you've got a few spec scripts, you've got your own kind of, I don't want to use the word brand, but you've got your own you vibe. Can, you can present yourself rather than like, oh, I'm just I'm here. Just and right. I'm yeah, you don't want the word just at yeah. all, mate. You know what I mean? So well, once you're not just in anything, then I think it's worth um, it's worth doing. Like I say, it gets, gets to go back to that comp festival question. You know, maybe you've had a couple of things at festivals. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Um, so yeah think about it think about it discussion of the week discussion of the week there you go Um, I've just made a web series Tim is an old school veteran at making web series Um, so I'm picking up and learning tips from the master Um, a friend of ours Christy Barnett or Barnett yeah is has just um made or is making she's uh right in the middle of making it okay um this was an idea that came out from the I remember her sort of exploring it and thinking about it at the um, Screenwriters Festival. Yeah. Um, and we actually had a snippet of her on the on this podcast before, That's where right. she'd been to a few talks and she was inspired by it. Mm. Well, she's not left it there. She's done something about it and mm. kept that energy going. We for like it. that, yeah. Indeed. And uh, yeah, she's really going going for it, and it's going to be coming out soon. Mm. Um, what's probably best is I asked her to. Give a little pitch of it herself. Yeah. So um, let's play that now. Okay. And hear what she says. Cool. I haven't heard this. Oh, hi, everyone. My name's uh, Christy Barnett. I'm a writer, a Kiwi writer and a filmmaker living in London. (laughs) Um, I'd like to tell you about my Hearst project. This is going to be a visual storytelling experience like you've never seen before. I'm using the transmedia model. Uh, using online platforms to share a creepy story over a three-week live period. And it revolves around Karen Bali, who's about to experience something very strange, and she's using Twitter to tell you all about it. Um, It's my first transition from uh, a writer to director and producer, and it's it's kind of come about um, through, through a desire to actually see my ideas come to fruition because after two years of writing I realized just how difficult it is to to go through the machine and come out the other side with your story out in front of an audience um, quite often you know half the things you write don't get made and I I want something to be made so I went out and I'm doing this myself now I love different mediums and I'm convinced no one has used Twitter quite like this. I think it's a, a great way for writers and filmmakers to break through the gates and, and get their stories to an audience. Um, now, the production process was much bigger than I thought it was going to be, and even the expense is more than I was expecting. But um, it's it's still a really efficient way to reach people with your story. And... The confidence I've gained in knowing people want to help my ideas come to life has been invaluable uh, as a writer, you know. And now I need your help too. Please follow Karen Barley on Twitter or on Facebook as follow Karen Barley. 
And then start tweeting to all your friends and followers right now to follow Karen Bally as well. And you can use uh, Follow Fridays and Invites on Facebook. And basically, I want to get this viral, and I think we can do it. So tell people something strange is happening to Karen Bali, And then stay tuned for the end of June when Karen starts telling you what's happening to her. And it's pretty creepy, so stay tuned. Uh, yeah, so Great it's, not, it's, not, it's not live yet. It's like end of June. Okay. Um, but uh, you can the Twitter account, the, char- the character that's guiding you through, it's all from her perspective. So that's live. Let me just, because there's different ways to spell Karen. And um, Barley. So, uh, yeah, check it out on, uh, on Twitter. It's at uh, Karen, which is K-A-R-E-N, Barley, B-A-R-L-E-Y. Yeah. Uh, and all one word, at Karen Barley. So, um, yeah, check that out, sign up. And we'll watch... We can't say much more about that now because we want to watch that and see how it unfolds well, that, when it goes live. That's the first live. first time I've kind of I knew she was doing something, but that's the first time I've heard what it's about and what she's doing. So that's great. Look forward to that. Yeah, I have seen Twitter being used in terms of uh, characters uh, on Twitter. Yeah, but this, this sounds like, the like whole it's, the whole thing the is whole going. Thing there. But there will be videos as well. Videos, and pictures, and text. Just and developing multi- it all. Multimedia kind of a story. And and Christie's a really great writer. She was a runner up in in last year's Red Planet Prize. Oh, I've read the script. Oh yeah. Uh, the, yeah, it's going to be um, good. It's going to be it's it's going to be interesting. Certainly more interesting than checking out a sort of um you know a low grade straight to DVD thing it's mm. going to have more interest than that I'm, I'm, I'm sure so cool. support that if you can good luck did I mean that, the, the thing that... the thing was well of like uh, generating stuff on Twitter you can ask people follow me on Twitter and all that kind of stuff but the whole thing about Twitter is talking to people and developing an audience, mm. audience and conversation which I mean I try to do but I do find it difficult at times because it just takes up so much time mm. it's yeah, so yeah, demanding yeah, 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 and it, yeah, yeah. you know you get sucked in but that's I mean a lot of people like Twitter, but a lot of people aren't bothered by Twitter at mm, all. Mm. And even people on Twitter aren't really bothered by what you say. True. So so it is difficult to generate that kind of well, this audience is, this, and stuff. This is let, keeping it general, mm. which is what we're trying to look at. So let's think about doing a web series of any kind. Yeah. That's a kind of a, you know, it's kind of a scary story told on Twitter but equally, it could be a comedy web series like I did, like Mr. Vista. It could be your liquid lunch. I yeah. think the key, if you're not doing the festival route, if you're doing this online route, yeah. is is just spreading it as wide as possible. Oh, yeah, get it so, out there. So, you know, so with Christie's doing it, although it's Twitter, you can follow it on Facebook mm. and you can follow it in other ways. Yeah. And uh, certainly I try and get my stuff out as wide as yeah. possible because it's just increasing your chances all the time. Now, there's another train of thought which says centralise it all mm. so that you can, and you're aggregating all the views. Mm. So, for instance, only get it on YouTube mm. or whatever just so that everyone that watches it is on YouTube and you've not got, you're not splitting your audience. Mm. But I don't go along with that route just because I feel, well, there's some people that are hanging out on different sites, e.g. Funny or Die. Yeah. And they might, and, and you might find it gets ten views on YouTube, yeah. but a hundred thousand on Funny or Die, just because somehow it sort of takes off, and yeah. you're just increasing your chances. Now you start to think, oh, is this going to be a big job, getting it out there, uploading it ten times? Mm-hmm. But no, good news is, folks, um, you can work around that using these kind of aggregators. Um, so things like uh, Blip.tv, yeah. check that out, Blip.tv. You upload to that. 
And then from there, it will, once you've put in your account details, it will farm that out automatically to 10 sites, mm. including sites that you would not think of, e.g. the new Sony TVs. So you know you've got Sony TVs, they web access live, and you can go and watch online little shorts and so on on there. They'll, they'll push it into those Sony TVs for you, things like that. So, you know, don't check out these kind of big sites like Blip, blip.tv and, yeah. and and don't don't stress about thinking you know oh, i've got all this you know big jobs to do and, and so on well that's that's what to do once you finish the web series mm. let's do a quick breakdown of how you actually go about it yeah which is the same rules pretty much of how you would go about making a short film so but it, it might sound like fairly obvious but it's it's good to reiterate yeah, the yeah, obvious yeah. so you start off all right you've got your idea number yeah. one okay yes. so you've got an idea that excites you interests you you want yeah. to do so two, you got to write the scripts. Yeah. So you write them or you get somebody else to write them or you write them together. Yeah. Um, then you organize your crew. Yeah. See what you can get. Yeah. You start asking around. If yeah. you know somebody or if you go on shooting people, you'll get a cameraman yeah. sample, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then you start breaking down the scripts into practical nuts and bolts. How many locations have you got? Yeah. Uh, how many props do you need? Yeah. Do you have costume changes? Um, how will I have to feed the crew? How many days yeah. am I shooting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, organize all of those locations. Yeah. Rock up. You film. Yes. Then you edit. Then you edit. Then you stick it online. And you put it online. Right. Now now you've gone through that, Danny. Easy. I'm just going to recap on that and just go, right, now you've heard what Danny's talked about the steps. Actually be smart with that. Let's make the last... The second half, easy by getting the first half right. Mm. So we wanted to shoot episodes. We've got different locations. We've got a crew we need to get. Right, let's be sensible because there's, you know, the point of um, these kind of web series is they should be a little bit cheap and cheerful in a way mm. uh, uh, because to make them economic and, you know, you don't want to be spending a lot of time on yeah. something that's... Um, you can make it as bit... expensive or as cheap as you like. Exactly. And I would suggest cheaper in a way is, is, is better. In this occasion, you can't be cheap on TV mm. and features, but you can with a web series because it's all about the idea. So get that idea right. Let's have an idea that's basically in one location, like yours is in the pub, yeah. like Mr. Vista in the office. Yeah. You might break out, mm. but essentially you're keeping it tight. Central location. Let's think about... The cast. Why have we got a cast of 20? That's stupid. No, it's yours is two blokes moaning about life or whatever. <laughs> That's not really pitching it very well. I'll do but the you know pitch, what I mean? Yeah. Um, Mr. Vista Zim and his kind of his colleague, that's about it. Maybe some others coming in later, but not much. Mm -hmm. And it's just keep it tight. This one that I've got myself involved in as a kind of producer, the, the, the zombie girl is kind of a webcam oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's just, just one person and one camera. Mm -hmm. um, then for fun, we talked about maybe getting in loads of extras for the last episode to like swap it around at the end and suddenly you're like, ah, crazy, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's only just for that kind of fun giggle. Uh, so yeah, it's the idea, Danny, at the centre of it because you want to be spinning all sorts of ideas around. Mm -hmm. your, your liquid lunch is quite traditional in mm -hmm. that way that you've got, uh, it's quite in, in a good way. It's a bit. It's a bit TV. Yeah. In fact, you've got regular things, same place. Mm. Uh, it's very naturalistic, um, sort of sitcomish in yeah. a way. Yeah. But if you're doing a more crazy idea, more zany comedy, or something really dark, or it's actually getting that idea that you can then sort of improv around. I mean, as we say, I've just finished my web series. It's the first web series I've done. 
Um, I initially had the idea to do it as a short. Yeah. But I, I knew that it would be better told over yeah. a, a kind of five or six short webisodes. Um, it starts on Friday the 27th of May, which is tomorrow as we speak. So I'm very excited. Um, it's called Liquid Lunch. It's about two guys who regularly meet in the pub to break up the monotony of their working day. But when they realize life is passing them by, they decide to do something about it. Mm. So, um, but the idea, the core idea, obviously, it, it, it gradually emerged that it meant a lot to me mm. in terms of yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. sitting down and wasting your life and you can't yeah, do anything yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, 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 which yeah, is yeah. what we're always kind of endorse here, yeah. but just get up and do yeah. stuff. Um, so because I've gone down the web route and not the short film route, which I know about in terms of mm. festivals yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. All this online stuff is is fascinating, mm. and it's demanding, and you see how cruel and cold the internet mistress can be. Yeah. <laughs> and no, and that's even before you start. Yeah, they don't care about uh, you and your idea. Exactly. You know. So it's about trying to develop an audience. Uh, thankfully, I've, I've been doing a countdown blog every day this week, detailing the behind the scenes and mm. what, I've, what I have to do to get it made, which so I'm trying to make it useful information mm. for people. Um, and you can... Check out the website, liquidlunch.co.uk. I'm going to be blogging, tweeting, Facebook. It's going to be free to share for everybody everywhere. Mm. You can watch it on Twitter. Yeah, You great. can watch it on Facebook. Great. New Twitter has, has this be. great format where you can, yeah, you can watch it. You can watch the, the vid on the yeah. page, which is great. But, so, you know, I think the thing is, though, Danny, is like, if you, what, the, the benefit is, what, already what Christy talked about, which is getting it out there, but there's another benefit, which is hearing those returns. So mm. you said the cruel mistress, but also an honest one. Yeah. And um, you I'm know, nervous. obviously, I'm, I'm really nervous, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that you're gonna. Yeah, but you've got to listen to what people kind of say. Now, Absolutely. there's always some nutters around. Mm. We can dismiss those if we've got any kind of sense. But there's, uh, you know, what 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 I, for instance, right, series two of Mister Vista was different to one, mm. but it was based upon the things that people had liked. So, you know, what great feedback direct from your audience saying, oh, I love it. I love the colleague, you know, in it. So we'll have more colleague. Mm. Um, not too much because it's, it's a character that's great to pop in. You know, you wouldn't want a spin off. Mm. But, it, it, you know, it, you, you give that and there's, uh, people seem to love the shorter ones. So the episodes become shorter and you just get in that feedback directly mm. from what people like, what they don't like. Yeah. So, so check Danny's out, check the, check uh, Christie's, Christie's one. You can check out Tim's Mr. Vista. Mr. Vista still online at mrvista.net. Perfect. Um, it's good stuff. Just do what you know. I'll tell you one of my favorites yeah. was a guy that did a, he didn't have a, he didn't have a camera, right? But he'd done a, he did a satire on, tutorials right and he did a photoshop tutorial uh -huh. but it's all made up mm -hmm. and he's like and then he just starts you know, i'm going to show you about photo touch up whatever and it gets all a little bit dark <laughs> because he's airbrushing out his wife yeah and then it has this whole story about her and all this kind of thing and yeah. then he just ends up like too just too depressed to carry on and it finishes you know so he's just using the for, screen for the medium yeah again exactly and it's like mm. imagine that went crazy amongst the photoshop tutorial mm. gang because it was like, it was just a satire on a teeny little niche thing that they thought they all knew about. And so it's a beautiful film. But mm. anyway, there we go. Um, let's uh, move, let's on. move on. Reviews! Does it, <laughs> I'm just having a does that work? Does that work? Does that work with a little jingle? Oh, I'm you sure you'll, 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 you'll do me over with the jingle. Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe it combines. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, reviews. So we, 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 myself and Danny actually live in a little bit different worlds. Nanny's Mr. TV. 
watches a lot of TV. I do. He's got Sky Plus going on full time. I do. Probably filled his hard drive up. It's pretty much we have to, you know... Go, to keep deleting. Yeah, we have to go um, And uh, obviously I'm a little bit more non-linear entertainment, interactive entertainment and, uh, and films when I can. So, um, but we both, it turns out, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Quite surprised because I don't think we're the target audience. We're both fans of The Good Wife. On no E4 or more 4, I've forgotten. Some 4. It's some 4 on E4. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, which which we'd never have thought. So it's a surprise to us. It maybe is a surprise uh, to you, which is now nearing the end of its second series. Let's see if we can do the pitch. The Good Wife. Okay. Okay. So it stars Juliana Margulies from Eeyore. Indeed. Uh, so she is the wife of a disgraced politician. Yeah. And she's trying to step out of his shadow. Yes. And establish a career as a lawyer for herself. That's right. But with all the political scandal and politics mm. around being the politician's wife yes. it kind of interferes with that's right I, that's a bad pitch that's right that's about right because mm. the conflict being of course that he's um going to be district attorney yeah so therefore would be the involved end? something yeah. like that because yeah. he's involved it would be involved in the law with, so so of course because she's working in that arena it becomes kind of a little bit of a tug of interest however her husband is mr big from sex in the city that's right. In uh, fact, it's cut all the cast good. Chris Knott, is it? Good. I think he's awesome. I think he's fantastic. Think, yeah, oh, really good cast in it all round. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got uh, uh, Sexy Neela from... Oh, God, what's her name? Oh, Archie Punjabi. She's, that's right. She's gorgeous. That's right. I've uh, always been a fan of hers. And she's playing an American woman. She's an English actress. Yeah. She won an Emmy for that's her right. supporting role. That's right. Um, she's so, like kind of a private detective kind of character that works for the For law the lawyers. Firm, so she law kind firm. of... So she snoops around to yeah. try and find if people are telling But the going truth. back to something you said earlier about, oh, we had this comment about the other characters so we have to make... Mm, do more of I him. Know. Because she won that Emmy, I know. we're seeing a hell of a lot more of her I know. in the series. And that hasn't worked for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it, it has gone down a slightly confusing tangent about her storyline. I know. Um, well, we, won't do we don't want to spoil it. We won't do any spoilers. But anyway, but yeah, we're think... big fans of the show. Big generally, fans, big fans of we'll the tell show you why. because of the uh, well, the main thing for me is the big kind of character arc, which is almost the corruption of that main character. Yes. So this is a character that starts off kind of whiter than white and is constantly now almost having to compromise. As she goes, there's some dodgy decisions to be made in each each mm. episode, and she's trying to stay on the right side. Ethicals and morale. Eth- yeah, morale, that's yeah. right. And it becomes grayer and grayer. Yeah. Whereas at the start, it's a very black and white world as she sees it. You know, her husband's betrayed her. Will she forgive him? And then it becomes more and more. You can see probably why the husband has done these things in the past, because the world is is kind of quite grey. And, and uh, she's got a will will she won't they yeah. relationship with her boss. Yeah. Uh who's played by Knox Overjump Jump Over Street from um Dead Dead Poet Society. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, didn't no, know it. Knox didn't, Over Street. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh sorry. Knox Over Street. What's his name again? God, I, I only know him as no, Jump no, Jump Over Knox. Yeah. <laughs> um and 
But it's written and created by a husband and wife team. Did you know that? No. Uh, Robert and Michelle King, I think it is. Oh, yeah, I've seen the names. It's produced by Tony Scott's company. That's Rid- right, Scott Free. Ridley Scott's Scott, company. Scott Free, yeah. The whole thing reeks of class to me. It's it so, is. It's it, so you know, stylishly done. The, act, the actors are so brilliant. Yeah, that's good. But the scripts are just tight as a drum. They are. They really, are. they make it accessible. Uh, the, the story of the day stuff, the court yeah. cases. Not that I'm really bother about it no but they make it accessible and understandable yeah, without right. being patronising that's right um, and then they have that great character stuff going on yeah which is right. kind of original Alan Cumming that great great Scottish actor he might be the best one he plays it? a fantastic character and we can't get enough of him Eli Gold is his name I yeah think. he's kind of the uh, spin doctor for the politician and uh, but you know again his journey is, is you feel him to be totally corrupt Mm. at the start when you first meet him yeah. and then realise again the grey world that he is in. Yeah. So it's all about um, uh, things being a little bit more complicated than you would originally wish them to be or hope them to be. So for that, that's kind of the thing that keeps me coming back, which is, I feel it's, I'll tell you what I feel, it's a little bit less American than a lot of American shows. Yeah. Because they <gasps> like to black and white things. There was, and can I say this word on the podcast? Can you remember this? There was one shocking scene, I remember, early in possibly series two. Right. A cunnilingus scene. Right. On primetime drama. And because it is a network show. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my God, did they really do that? And yes, they did. And now... I guess you're all going to check it out now, aren't you? <laughs> if you haven't watched it already. <laughs> That's not a regular event on the show. No, but it was quite daring and yeah, bold yeah, yeah, to do yeah. it. I don't know what, what... what It's not on HBO, is it? It's no, not, it's, 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 it's on, a network it's on, like, show. It's on ABC or something it's like that, Fox, isn't it? maybe? I don't know. It's a pop, yeah, proper yeah, network show. Yeah. So check it out. It's on more 4E4, one of the fours, yeah. every Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. So and on, you certainly see it on 4OD. Yeah. You, can, you can go back a few weeks. It's, but, yeah, um, it's very good. Learn a thing or two about structure and ongoing storylines and story of the day element stuff and how to yeah, combine Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's all we... That, that never feels too clunky. Yeah. Move on. It's time for... Competition time. I'm going. Keep you're going, you're going well with it. Yeah. Right, before we do anything else, we want to... Let's do who won last time. James Armstrong. Great. Well done, James. <laughs> <laughs> And there'll be a few runners-up that will choose the at random. Answer, the answer was Jerry Maguire. Oh, the answer was Jerry Maguire. Thanks a lot. That's right. That's um, right. So we're going to continue with the ridiculous leprechaun impressions yes. for, the, for the moment. We have different prizes but for you. But we've got a the, different We were going to shake it up for you, baby. Um, we've been talking to the great guys at Industrial Scripts because they you know, love to support writers and we love to support writers and it just sort of made sense um to uh come together and uh and give a different prize maybe this week yeah this month and industrial scripts basically is um a company run by our good mate evan nathan davis who's um kind of an industry reader really and he's been around for quite a while he used to he was uh he was in the development department at ealing he's now on his own with industrial scripts he's a great guy and he set up this industrial scripts it is the place to go for script feedback and training really He's got how to be a script reader course, which is really yeah, popular yeah, and really yeah, good. Yeah. He's got script feedback um, reports. It's got actually a whole range of different reports. Um, yeah. If you, if you check out, right, what's the site? Tell us the site. Industrialscripts.co.uk. If you go there, um, you can see all the different types of reports that you get, which include like kind of ones with advice on further development 
you know, a top end where yeah. you get almost a kind of a doctoring service, down to, uh, uh, you know, I'll give you some pointers on the treatment. So it's, it's it, 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 you know, obviously the price is different for those. Mm. So you've got that range of uh, help that you can get across the board and you're not paying over the odds for something simple because you can just go for the simpler option yeah so it's you and know, he's it's got a script doctoring that. service by a guy a very experienced guy he's film counsel and you know creative creative editor on the king's speech he, mm. he knows what he's doing so yeah, he's one of the script yeah, doctors stuff. he's got this monthly newsletter as well which is um q and a's with top yeah. writers and industry yeah. people yeah lots of information going on and we, we say all this not just because we want to give them a plug, but we actually genuinely think it is the best place to go for this type of stuff. If, if you're serious. Yeah. You so, know, if you want a proper, if you're up at that in, industry level, you want to the get top that proper, proper feedback. Some not script, from your mates, but yeah. from like, you know, people that, that have read a lot of stuff before and they really know what they're doing. It's that kind this of This is the honest top industry level. Yeah, yeah exactly. So check out his um, website, industrialscripts.co.uk. Sign up for his newsletter, which is chock full of everything. Um, he's given us two fantastic um, giveaways for the competition one is a free place on his effective script reading course which is going to take place in London on the 24th of June um, and he's also got a free Star Wars script pack so I think it's published copies of Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi so the good ones all of the scripts yeah <laughs> not, the, that, not the new crap ones <laughs> Um, so that's what that's for the same person though they get they get both. so yeah one, one prize one, one winner gets gets there's all no runners up this time around no. it's just one prize wins all um so we're going to do we're going to carry on my leprechaun yeah. dialogue we're going to carry on the leprechaun thing it's been so such a hit I'll, I'll set you up okay, okay. <clears throat> so uh danny's rewriting great films from the past into a new leprechaun style uh, maybe he might even make them into a web series. We're not too sure. So what we want you to do is he's going to read out uh, uh, an extract from a very famous uh, film, uh, but he's going to do it in his special leprechaun style, which, remember, folks, it's not racist because he's Irish himself. Yes, this is the... If you do it, it's racist. Yeah, this is the bad version. Don't run up to him in the street and do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, go, Danny. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> If you're going to do it, do it right. If you're going to hype it, hype it with the facts. I don't mind what you did. I mind the way you did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice sort of threatening end to you it. See, yeah. I, was, I was acting. You go I was, it. I was in. I was in. He was in there. Yeah. He was in the zone. Right, so what, 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 what film, film is that, is from? that quote from? Okay, to enter, just um, don't email us for this. Um, email industrial scripts themselves at info at industrialscripts.co.uk Now remember, the uh, the course itself is on the 24th, so we were thinking a deadline of the 20th, obviously, just of to June. give yourself some dates. Yeah. Yeah, 20th of June is the deadline for this competition. MovieScope, they're still sponsoring our, um, bandwidth. our bandwidth, so always no. check out the MovieScope It is well. a great mag, it's a yeah. great behind the scenes, it is, it? Um, yeah. you know, unconventional, it's not like phoning over everything, it just gives no, proper good stuff. articles. And yeah, stuff. exactly. So, um, yeah, is that it? That's it, that's it. So, thanks for listening. Um, As ever, UKScriptwritersPodomatic.com. Yeah, find us on iTunes. You know Just where search, to find you us. can find us anywhere. Just keep listening. And Do tweet go. us, Facebook, send us messages, whatever. And we'll see you next time. And thanks again to Joel Magway for the awesome ravey jingles. Let's, 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 go, let's hear a little bit more. Let's rock out!